0: Hi, I'm Rodak here. Hi, it's Shadi. And welcome to our new episode. So, this week, our episode title is on Megxit Revisited. So, we're looking at Megan and Harry again. Um, Shadi, how
1: have you been? I have been good. Um, I've been back in. Uh, on the east coast of the US for I think about a, a actually, officially a month uh, today now. So, <clears throat> world. yeah, it's been a month. Uh, Mexico seems so far behind. Um, but yeah, I'm good. Someone
0: asked me the other day if you were still in Mexico and I was like, <laughs> you <"Hey>, witches.
1: <is?" laughs> <laughs> I do. But the weather has actually been good here in the States this week. Um, we've been in like 60, 70 weather. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't know what that is in Celsius. Um, <laughs> 'Cause I refuse to learn. <laughs> um, but that's pretty good in Celsius. Um uh, too. So yeah, it's been great weather. I've been back for a month and um I'm good. I've um I've, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm planning. I'm planning a lot of trips. I'm planning um kind of my next phase of, of life. Um, you know, where what I want to do, where I wanna be. So I'm in a planning stage right now. Um, but I'm also as always Hella so grateful. Small. Yeah, well, you guys know that I'm, you know, I'm trying to move out to the West Coast um, this year. Yes. My spirit, my spirit is sending me over to the West Coast, um,
0: and <laughs> it is. Um, and
1: I, love I it. yeah, I've, I've been. You know, I tend to be very um, nomadic in my lifestyle, so I've been. You know, I tend to move every three to four years, and it's just coming up on four years that I've one been back in um, the states and been in the DC area so um just kind of get that itch that four-year itch in me so just looking to planning a lot of things trying to you know make sure everything aligns um but again being grateful um being happy and then also being present and still um I'm enjoying the quietness I you know went from a bustling city of a lot of things to do to a very you know quiet small suburban town um yeah And I'm enjoying it. I like the quietness. I like the fact that I've been walking a lot because the weather has been good. Um, So I'm just loving, like, seeing people out with, like, kids and and just the normal suburban lifestyle. Um, It's been nice nice. to be still. So, yeah. How have you been?
0: Mm -hmm. i think good. I love everything you said about planning for the future, Mm -hmm. yet being grounded and present and being grateful for what you have. Um, I really love that. Yeah, I I love that. Um, how what do you do for fun in suburbia? Like when you <laughs> call it
1: suburbia, does it, be, does it be I do no shops and there's no nothing, nothing, ah, nothing? No. Like honestly, my I have a schedule. Like every Friday night, I go to my friend's house. <laughs> the only wow. like interaction I have with anyone outside of my parents i go to my friend's house she has a um a newborn and a a, um and a five-year-old and her and her husband and we sit there and we drink wine and we kiki and we laugh and we reminisce and it's and and it's nice like it's completely different from my life in dc um but that's like the only interaction that i have with people outside of my parents (laughs) that sounds super nice (laughs) but yeah thank god for whatsapp thank god for facetime thank god for iMessage. um Me to have those connections outside of my little suburban bubble, but yeah, it is quiet. Like, I I, I did go to Philly. Um, I went to Philly, I think, twice or three times since I've been back. So, um, yeah, quiet.
0: It sounds nice and it sounds like you know what everyone is going through. I mean, I was speaking to a friend in New York yesterday, and he was telling me that the only way he can describe it is during COVID, New York has become a shadow of itself. Mm So, I feel like even if you were back in DC. I, mean, I know you, you guys are living your best life. You I was know, enjoying in D.C., <laughs> but
1: most people were not, so now you've just joined yeah.
0: the rest of us. Yeah, having the now, I,
1: so yeah, now the I'm actually, yeah, now I'm actually <laughs> quarantining. Before, I was just still enjoying and pretending my like COVID didn't exist. Now COVID yeah. is real <laughs> for me. Yeah, now you live with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, uh, yes, sir. But how have you been? What have you been up to in the past few weeks? Yeah, I've been great.
0: I've been really good. I've been settling into my new job, which has been really nice. Um, new challenge, new people, totally different sector. So that's been that's been good on the work front. Um and then yeah, also, you know, like this weekend, it's Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just, you know, I've just taken it easy. So also on your theme of being present, I've really been trying to cultivate that. Um, and I guess with COVID where we cannot travel as often and before and stuff, it it has made me more present. So like this weekend I've had, today I had a lovely brunch with my cousin and some friends. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, what did I do? Okay. Yesterday I hung out with my boyfriend. We went to this little, um, like a little, uh, like a market. It was an outdoor market and it was woman only businesses and all homemade stuff. So homemade. Oh, that's cool it was so nice, like little luxuries all homemade. Um, so yeah, I've just been like taking it easy because the weeks are super busy, very highly charged. So weekends I wind down and last weekend I slept over at the beach, which was lovely. So and the pictures good. were gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> good. Just yeah, keeping that balance and very grateful, keeping that gratefulness as well. And you know, life you you'll be grateful then the next day you're stressed and you're planning for the future and you're angry about everything you have um but (laughs) i'm just trying to like stay in that place of no like i'm so grateful for what i do have i'm so happy i'm so blessed um I, i have been good and i'm learning to like take take things a bit slower on the weekend and i really need it last weekend i got to the beach and i posted my nice pictures and everybody said oh I like hey, you have so much fun you always do fun things on the weekend nobody <laughs> they knew, only knew. <laughs> no one knew that i got to the beach my boyfriend planned everything which was really sweet of him <laughs> so i didn't even know what was going on cuz i just friday night i slept woke up saturday we went to the beach got to the beach place where we were staying And I, I, I'm not kidding, you. I just slept. I slept, (laughs) I woke up, like, just before sundown, eight. uh, And then the next day again, I just slept.
1: (laughs) And then took some photos. That is awesome. That's what (laughs) what the weekend at the beach is for, right? Like, relaxation, sleeping, swimming, that is perfect.
0: You're right. But this one was, you know, when you're so tired to your core, that you cannot even really be where you are. You're just tired. So this week like the week just gone, I took it easier and then
1: this weekend I've been able to be more present. So yeah. That's good. How's Lagos um right now? Are people out and about? Is COVID still around? <laughs> it's a good mix. People?
0: It's a mix. Okay. Because you know how we decided there was no more COVID. Yeah, like, COVID has in finished, finished, for, finished finished for finished for Nigeria. It finished for us last October. Then everybody else in the world was saying second wave and we were like ha, <laughs> we don't get COVID. <laughs> it's sunny here. We're black. But then <laughs> You know, I'm laughing about it, but it's been really horrible the last few months. Like, you know, lots of people, I know friends of friends, especially older people um, passing away. Um, So COVID is back with a vengeance, sadly. It was worse in February and January. It seems to have cooled off in the last couple of weeks. Um, But yeah, my heart just goes out you know especially close friends of mine have lost people close to them so my heart just is with them um it's just it's a it's tough it's tough right now so i'm more cautious now so i'm not i'm really not doing much outside my home um so yeah god keep us it's it's not Amen. it's not safe. yeah yeah but we are here to talk about something fun and funny today because as we started our whole podcast during covid to provide fun and happiness for ourselves and our listeners we are continuing on that theme today and returning to Mexit. so yeah that's our topic for the day
1: yeah this is going to be a very entertaining one I can tell because it's such a <laughs> highly charged topic people who think that they don't care still have opinion right you can say oh I don't care and then they will give you a 30-minute dissertation on why Mexit is good or bad um <laughs> so you know I it's why right? <laughs> everyone pretends like they don't care but they always have an opinion <laughs> so but yeah that is so, so well said yeah <laughs> so it should be a very interesting one and I'm sure it's it's um it's bound to cause a lot of debate um on you know what what depending on whatever side that you're on um so I'm very interested to get into um the episode but before we get into the episode well like can you tell um the listeners what they can expect from our what I'm
0: oh yeah so we're going to start with our What I'm section, which is where Shade and I talk about what we've been up to since the last episode. We recommend TV shows, books, anything we've been doing, buying, following, um, and people seem to like what we recommend, So, and we also like sharing, so that's what we're going to begin the episode with.
1: Awesome. Let's get into the episode. So welcome to our weekly What I'm segment. Um... For this episode, so as well, like I said, um, this is where we tell you what we've been up to in the past few weeks, things that we've enjoyed and we want to share with you. So Velacia will start, and she will tell us what she's been watching in the past few weeks. Woohoo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you—you cannot imagine how happy I am to
1: share what I've been watching. Oh
0: you know when you watch something and you love it and you've had nobody to just do it like people
1: around you are tired of talking to you because you're
0: talking too much so thank you for for asking me
1: (laughs) thank you i'm excited to hear now this better be good
0: (laughs) okay okay so the one that i have loved the most is the undoing Hmm. um with nicole kidman and hugh grant so have you seen any of it before? I
1: haven't, but I, I remember when so I remember when the series ended, because I think it's a limited time series, everyone was talking about yes. it. It was like a really big the ending was really shocking, apparently. Yes, it <laughs> was. The
0: ending was shocking, the whole thing was shocking. And so it's basically this um upper class billionaire New York couple. Oh, their their father, the female lead's father is a billionaire. And uh, the lady played by Nicole Kidman and her husband, Hugh Grant, they live a very privileged life in New York, um, live in this beautiful townhouse. And basically, the first episode starts by this woman getting killed. Mm. And basically, everything is pointing towards it being Nicole Kidman's husband, Hugh Grant, who has killed this woman. So it's like a six episode series, which uncovers who the murderer is. And just the way it's done and the way it looks at wealth and class and um, how people interact with other people based on their status in society is so good. And Nicole Kidman, is she's really great in this. I have mixed feelings about her because I feel like she always plays the same character every time, (laughs) same person. Why Did did
1: you watch Big Little Lies? Oh, I love that. That's, yeah. like, my all-time favorite. Yeah. What did you think of it? I loved it, but I think, so, I I really like her as an actress, but, like, it's because she stays in that same, like, wronged woman type of role, um, which I think she clearly... Wronged woman and posh. Yeah, very posh, and, yeah. Like, no-stuff-up woman, yeah. So I, I think she clearly plays that role well, um, but I, I, I really like Hugh Grant, and I, and I like Nicole Kidman, so... It's a brilliant watch and you Mm. get
0: sucked into their world. So Mm. that's the first thing I was excited to watch, um, to tell you about. And then the other two things are not so exciting, but (laughs) I'll just share them. (laughs) So I've been watching Firefly Lane on Netflix. So you can watch The Undoing, I believe on Apple. I
1: watched it on Apple TV. Are you guys buying on... all of these things? That's my mother. <laughs> yeah. My mother buys like, everything. I'm, it's on HBO Max. I, I I'm going Ooh. to literally after this episode give you my login because I don't know how it you guys. Give login, buy... girl. <laughs> all these I don't things. buy. I don't
0: use my money on this. <laughs>
1: Teach <me>. But Firefly <laughs>
0: Lane is on Netflix, and it is uh what's her name, uh the girl from Grace who everybody hates and says is a nice person. Uh, Katherine uh, Heigl. In... Thank you. And then the girl from Scrubs. Um, I liked her, her. yeah. yeah,
1: that's I liked that's that's
0: her on Scrubs. Like her, so it's a nice, easy watch. At the end of the day, after work, I watch it. It's not amazing. It's average, <laughs> but it's a nice watch. And then the last thing I just watched because I was bored the last week called The Bold Thing. And it's fun because it's set in New York. Like, really cool tour office buildings. It's set in, like, this fashion magazine. So it gives you Devil Wears Prada vibes. But it's like a younger, teeny version of it, and it, mm. that's also nice. Just when you you don't want to use your brain, and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> so none of these are gonna win awards, but they're just nice <laughs> things to relax to.
1: Yeah. So, what have you been watching? I have been watching um some, on Netflix. I watched I Care a Lot. And ah! did you watch it? have we talked about this yet. No, we haven't. Did you watch it? om oh, freaking g what i, I, I was... watched
0: it and i messaged like everybody about it i don't know how <laughs> oh I didn't
1: you didn't that message that. me yeah i think i recommended it to you because mean you were asking for something to watch I think you recommended yeah, it to me. I, I watched
0: it. You, but instead, I talked to so many other people about it. Yeah. So I,
1: I only watched it because everyone was talking about it. And I'm, like, so anti, like, social in that way. And, like, I want to watch things that are only good. But, like, I heard really, like, good reviews about it. So I did watch it, even though, like, everyone was talking about it. Um, <laughs> but it was so funny at first. Like, it could have it gone, like, a million different ways. That's what I liked about it is that, like, so so give a synopsis. It's it's about a um a woman who's a executor um who works for, executive of a state who works for the, the city the county courts and basically when older people are unable to care for themselves I and mean, when they don't have family family, she is basically given um their um attorney of a power which a power of attorney, excuse me. And she's able to make financial and medical decisions on their behalf. But she scams people. Um, And she steals their possessions and their money and, you know, basically gets rich by doing that. And she does this to the wrong person and she gets um, involved with the Russian mafia. Um, And the story could have went a thousand different ways. Um, One thing I liked about it and what people were saying was that they were were happy to see a female role who was terrible and uh, unapologetic about it she Um. was so evil (laughs) but she was more and more evil and i loved it and i loved it because you don't see women in that role she's not a nurturer she's not a a caring person she's a person who is evil and does bad things and recognizes that so people were like she just loves that she does and the funny thing is the character played um she was in gone girl i didn't see gone girl did you watch Gone Girl? girl I want to watch it now Gone Girl is
0: probably one of my top five films it's the film that you watch you know how at the end of I Care A Lot you were silent well I was silent when I watched Gone Girl I was also silent so this woman Rosamund Pike I'm just like blown away by
1: her ability to play these characters she's great Yeah. I have to watch Gone Girl now because I really liked her and I Care A Lot and they said she basically played the same character in both so I'm like yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) so I Care A Lot on Netflix highly recommended super funny it's, like, it's a dramedy so it's com- comedy and drama um, but i general. was angry for
0: the entire first half so much so that i had to stop and come back to it the next day like i was so <laughs> angry because the topic the topic is shocking yeah and, you know since then i've now read more and that it actually happens in oh America. it does you it does crazy <laughs> country I
1: do? no it does and maybe that's why i was so <laughs> shocked because um elder abuse is very common unfortunately in in western societies um, but yeah, it was really really good. I highly recommended America it. America is worse, so I don't know yeah. how this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. So it's I care a lot. It's on Netflix. Um, two other things that I've been watching very quickly: The fight Attendant on HBO Max. So my uncle recommended this to me last year, and I um I don't know. It was kind of like mm, I, the reviews were kind of mixed for it, but I did watch it. <laughs> I haven't finished watching it. I do like it. I think I probably like the fashion and the like um the interior design because they're in New York City, and I'm just like anyone else, I just love you know scenes of New York City. What gets me kind of annoyed, so it's a, it's a flight attendant who basically um gets involved in a murder. Um and she's trying oh. and she's an alcoholic, so she actually doesn't remember what happened the night of the murder. So she's trying to play back the, you know, the the night over many episodes. And what kind of annoys me about it, which is kind of why I stopped stop watching, it. I will I will finish it though, is that her casual whiteness Um, Mm. she's she's an awful. Is there anyone famous in it? So Kelly Kuko, I don't know how to pronounce her name. She was in um Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, and I really like the other girl, um Zosha Zosha Momet Zosia Momet. She was in um Girls. Oh girls, yeah. I like. I don't know if I like her, but I yeah, I I actually like her. I I like her character because she's actually like real. Like so, you have this like two two white women, but they're very opposing. Um, you know figures. One is a very realistic down to earth person and matter of fact, and that's um Zashia's character. And then you have this woman who is an alcoholic con- alcoholic, continues to drink, continues to put her job yes. at, at risk. And it just kind of annoys me at her like and I call it casual whiteness because she does these bad things <laughs> and she continues to do them. So um it's good. I like it. I, I do recommend it. Um play a tenant on HBO Max. And then lastly I watched Coming to America with my parents a few weeks ago or two weeks oh, well, ago. I think yeah. So I will say I have, you know, I have my thoughts and opinions on it and I'm not, I'm going to just have it be what it is. And it was a, it was a good story. It was a nice continuation. Um, on a, on face value, it's good. I'm not going to give a cultural critique of it because <laughs> that will be the This is meant thing. to be lighthearted, It was right? lighthearted. It was, yeah, it's meant to be lighthearted and you can only take it as lighthearted because if you're taking anything for more than that, you will have a whole two-hour dissertation wow. on on whiteback yeah. um but yeah i watched it it was good amazon prime um pretty funny everyone and their mom was in it it was like cameos after cameo um but it was we good. downloaded it and we didn't get around to watching okay. it this week so okay. next weekend i like it i think i think you'll like it too okay <laughs> so what have you been reading
0: so i have been reading i read a really really funny book called the blessed girl um just google it the blessed girl Mm -hmm. so i bought it because it had a recommendation by katie fjord who's a really funny british writer um and so i was like ah if katie fjord thinks it's funny it must be funny so it's written by a south african writer a black south african and it's about this girl so basically blessed in south africa means that i don't know if it's something people always say in south africa but in this book it, they make it seem like this is how this is a South African slang so basically blessed is like a baby girl so somebody that's guys just buy her everything pay for her apartments, her nice Mercedes car oh. she's just a fine babe that does like plastic surgery to have a nice big ass and like wow you know, the
1: yeah so she's a Lagos <laughs> babe <laughs> Huh? she's a Lagos babe
0: she no 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 it was Shadi the parallels were like, uh, uh we talk about Lagos, so is this South Africa? <laughs> like, literally, they describe, like, the baby girl life in Lagos. like this wow. girl that She, like, you know, guys just pay for her lifestyle, and all she has to worry about is, like, plastic surgery and makeup, and then, like, yeah, it's just funny. It, it's like reality. It's like opening that box of, this is how, you know, so many people live, right? So, but it, like, tells you their secrets, because the book is just mm. about, like, her life, and she just it's it's so good. I really recommend it. It's so funny because it's written in first person and she's just so unapologetic. So like, yeah, like why don't you do that? How come you're happy with being ugly? Don't you know that if you were a pretty girl, you could get so
1: many things?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, eh that you people think that it's only those that are educated that can do well in business. That me, all I had to do was be fine. And all the business came to me, because she now she even runs businesses and stuff. And, oh, my gosh, it's really great, really fuddy, um, and I really recommend it. Uh, and then I've also gone back to this book I loved when I was younger called The Tipping Point, which is a Markham Gladwell book. So it's, like, about – it's a business book, and it just talks about a what point – like, it explains the phenomenon that for a lot of things, either in business, even talks about um, illnesses and pandemics – that it takes mm. you getting to a certain point and then that point is the tipping point where everything just, like, continues without your energy anymore. And you know, Malcolm Gladwell, how he always has really cool examples and cool statistics. So I, I've been reading that too, but, um, yeah, I've read that one before. So The Blessed Girl is really what was exciting me. In terms of reading since we last spoke, what have you been reading? Uh,
1: the Blessed Girl sounds really good. Maria, I'll add that to my reading list. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, so... I was reading um, For Whom the Bell Tolls um, by uh, uh, Ernest um, Hemingway. And I got really bored of it because it is just, yeah, it's just, it's it's so different from what I normally read. So, and then also it was like written in like 1920 something and it's obviously Ernest Hemingway. So it was really hard for me to read it. So I decided to take a break and I said, oh, let me read something light and fun. A book that I bought like a few years ago that I have not read and i you know i put most of my books in storage but i had a few books that i brought with me so i picked up a book called men we reaped and i thought it was um gonna be easier than Hemingway. Yeah. so it's it's um men we reaped Reap, men we reaped by um jasmine ward and it is so sad oh so no! it is i was kind of <laughs> like i wanted something light and fun and it's um and it's it was so sad so it is about um so it's a memoir, um, and so Jasmine Ward is a is a um, writer. She's written, I think, three or four books, and they've all been New York Times bestsellers. Um, Hi, but it's a I memoir, know. yeah. A nice so yeah. She, yeah, so I think she wrote Savage the Bones, and I think something mm. another other another book. Um, but this okay. is the first book of hers that I read, um, and um, so it's a memoir about her life, and it's uh, based around the stories of five young black men in her family that have died. So wow, um, yeah, so very, very sad. So she's from the South, she's from Louisiana. Um, and it tells the story of these five young black men from like the early 2000s, to from like 2000, 2004. And in between each, so each chapter is a new man and um, that's unfortunately passed. Some through violence, some through drug addiction, some through pure accidents. And, one, and her brother is one of the men who died. Um, mm-hmm. And each, yeah, each chapter tells a story of, of, the, of the men. But in every other chapter, it actually is her life story. So it talks about, okay. you know, her turbulent relationship with her parents and growing up in poverty. Um, she, and she I think she went to um, Stanford. Um, so she has her bachelor's from Stanford. She's a professor now. But it really just tells you, like, the story of this, you know, poor Black girl from the South. Um, and it's so heartbreaking, but it's so hard to put down. So I'm almost done finishing it. And I'm like, I wanted a happy book. Um, and I got this one, but I highly recommend it. Um, it is called Men We Reaped and it's by Jasmine Ward. Nice. So we'll end on what we've been buying because um, we are kind of a bit over time and we want to give us enough time to, to discuss uh, Megxit part two. <laughs> so Malaka, what have you been buying? Can you tell us what you, the yeah, things that you've been indulging cool. in, in the past few weeks?
0: Yes, yes. But I'm also, I'm still going to tell you my favorite Golden Globes dress because I, I kind of get over it. So <laughs> in literally just one <laughs> sentence, I just have uh-huh. to say, following, I've been following the Golden Globes outfits and Anna Taylor-Joy from the Queen's Gambit in the emerald green dual gown. Ugh, like, <laughs> I just fell in love. I saw that Monday morning last week and, uh I loved it. And I literally, that day, I found an emerald dress in my wardrobe. I did my side pattern to copy her. And I went to the office <laughs> wearing, <laughs> wearing my emerald gown and side pattern. And
1: you looked great. Um, and you looked really, really beautiful. Oh,
0: thank you, Will. But I just love it. Like, when you see something really beautiful, it can just lift your mood.
1: <laughs> and, like, just
0: make you happy. Um, but what have I been buying? Sorry, back to the topic. I've been buying a lot of nice soaps i don't know what's come over me but i'm making lots of nice soaps so there's this um brand called cinnabar and green and we're gonna tag it when we do our notes for y- you guys but it's cinnabar and green and it's a kenyan brand and they use like natural plants and botanical stuff to make shower gels and soaps and i tried it when i was on holiday in kenya over christmas mm. and it was just like an amazing shower experience. It's all organic, all fresh, very potent ingredients. So I bought some online and it finally arrived in Lagos and it's amazing. So the one, my favorite one is rose geranium, and it has rose grapefruit. Um rose grapefruit. I forget now. I think it has thyme in it and one other ingredient, and it's just so like refreshing and cleansing. Mm. Oh, it's amazing. And then I also got another one, which is orange, tea tree, but like you know, very natural, but like very refreshing. And then I've been also buying Nigerian owned nice soapy stuff. I got a nice soap from Skin by Co, the coconut one, which is like coconut and um, black pepper. Um, And I forget what else, but it's been really nice. And then, um, yeah, I also got, some new skincare, so I got some more vitamin C and niac- Shade, how do I say this? niacinamide.
1: Nice niacinamide.
0: That's the one, yeah, because it, it's been really good for my skin. So I want to keep that glow. Um, yeah, so I really, you know, this year I want to be glowing and toned all the time. So I've also bought a lot of sport classes because I only really do sport if I've paid in advance. So I like have to go. <laughs> so I bought like you don't want to waste show. your money. <laughs> yes, yeah, so otherwise I'll just quit. So I, I bought a bunch of classes at um, a new studio where I can do um, reformer Pilates and yoga. And then I've been doing some fun yoga by the water side. So I've gone two weeks in a row and it just helps. Like it, it really helps me wind down in the evening. It's by the water side. You see the the sun down, but it's also really good for uh, my core. So that is,
1: that is what I've been buying. What about I love you? That. What yeah. I was just gonna say I love that you're taking care of your outsides and your insides. And that's yes. what's absolutely most important. <laughs> yes. So I haven't been shopping as much. I you know, normally I'm always buying something. Um <laughs> but again, <laughs> my life in suburbia, um, and not having easy access to Nordstrom and Sephora, so
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is I haven't been buying. I was surprised. <laughs> now I have Alta and Alta, you, well, you know Alta Walaka, right?
0: Say the name again.
1: Alta, Ulta, U L T A. U L T A. No, I don't know. It. Yeah. It's 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 like the 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 on on the budget girls version of Sephora. <laughs> nice. No, and not that it's bad. I mean they have they have <laughs> higher um higher, you know, price brands, but they also have like um Maybelline and things like that. But, I mean, it's, it's it's nice. They have almost everything that Sephora has. They just also have a lot of drugstore brands. But, anyway, I, I have a, also a not a Sephora in my neighborhood. So, I have been going there more often than I um, usually go. And I recently have been looking for a moisturizer, um, a tinted moisturizer, because I have not worn makeup in God knows how long um,
0: because of
1: COVID. And I'm not going out. So, But I do also want to glow. You know, I've been of taking course. care of my skin and it naturally glows. But I want to kind of make it pop a bit. So yes. I got, um, I researched and I got a um, tinted moisturizer from Laura Mercier and it is beautiful. It's very light, extremely light coverage, but it's just enough coverage to kind of cover some of your blemishes and give you that glow. I love it. I've been wearing it on the weekends and sometimes on the weekdays when I have video calls, um, but it's, it's perfect. Makes me glow. makes me look beautiful. Nice. Um, enhances, you know, enhances my skin and I really like it. So it is Laura Mercier and it's a tinted moisturizer
0: i'm gonna check that out so i i've gone back to makeup so like over my holiday i wore no makeup and i was glowing but now you know a lot of meetings Mm
1: -hmm. uh face-to-face
0: and zoo i'm like back on makeup and i I actually want to do a makeup class um but i will also check out this laura mercier
1: um moisturizer it's nice. It kinda has like I feel like it has a golden glow to it. Mm. I mean it's like it's not na- it's natural, but I always like it makes my skin pop. So most like most days if I have to go out and like meet with people or um have a video call, I'll just put mm. that on, fill then fill in my eyebrows and call it a day. Sounds <laughs> great. All right. So that is our what I'm saying. Do you want to tell week? us your favorite dress of the day? Oh, sure. I have a lot. <laughs> so I think so I think my favorite is probably um and you know I'm biased because I really like this show um it's not a woman it is uh, a man and it's Dan Levy um so he is on Schitt's Creek have you watched Schitt's Creek No, I haven't. Oh my god! It is it is one of the funniest TV shows. Um, it's, it was it, it's a Canadian TV show. Then they got it on Netflix. I think once they got it on Netflix, it kind of blew up. But they won tons of awards. Um, it was about six seasons, and it ended last year, I believe, or early this year. And it's a really funny um, comedy about this family, this rich family who basically loses all their money, and they have to move to this really poor town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's about their adventures. Um, so yeah, so one of the one of the stars of the show, um, who's also the co-creator, his name is Dan Levy, and he wore um, a chartreuse, um Valentino couture suit. Um, Ooh, and what I gonna, what, what I loved about right it. Now, yeah, what I loved about it was because it is chart too, so it's not like a common color. It's like the color of, like the tennis ball, and you also have like a yellowish sequin t shirt underneath. So we have this like, you know, yellowish um, green suit on with like a sequin, uh, like a kind of beza- bedazzled um, shirt underneath, and it was just kind of like so like so metrosexual, but also really like, cool. And it was like uh, he is.
0: <laughs> but no, it was a really you, nice. I'm looking at the picture now and I, he's, he's, I like his
1: look. He's tall. He's very like handsome. That. He's very yeah. handsome. He has, hes just, he's a very handsome man. I just feel like if you have that courage as a man to wear like that suit and like have a bedazzled shirt, I, he just looks amazing. So he was my favorite, um, favorite um, outfit. Cause it was just so uncommon and he had I a lot of it. like, it was very bold for him to wear. Yeah. I'm
0: enjoying yeah. So I'm looking at was, the picture. He's my
1: favorite. Yeah, he was my favorite, and I also kind of just liked him from um, from Schitt's Creek. So (laughs) okay,
0: I might watch that tonight. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really funny. You'll like it. You'll laugh. (laughs) Love it. So that is our what I'm segment for this week. Um, As always, we want you to share your recommendations or your thoughts on our recommendations, either on our Instagram at Other Side of the Atlantic or via gmail at other side of the atlantic at gmail.com and let us know if you have watched some of these um tv shows and what you thought I'll whether you love them or hate them yeah and let us know who your best dressed at the golden globes were
0: yes please
1: so welcome to our main topic for this episode um and it's on on mexit um or on you know a year after mexit <laughs> and what's happened and then also really just yep. um the uh the kind of fallout from the interview that uh, harry and megan gave um and really just wanting to talk about um that and just really what's happened since the year that uh, megan and harry have left um the royal family so to get give- and that was it also was our it first was ever so it's it's, yeah, also, it's, it's sort an of anniversary important to us yeah. because this is like a milestone. <laughs> it really is. is almost it an is. anniversary for us too. So <laughs> I'm going to give you a very brief background on what Mexit uh, was. So what happened a year ago. It just feels like a lifetime ago. Um, so Megan and Harry, as we all know, got married um, in May of 2018. It was big fanfare. Everyone woke up early. Myself, I woke up at like seven o'clock in the morning to watch. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we yeah. Ha- Yep. <laughs> girl.
0: I woke up early in my oh,
1: little yeah, New York yeah. cupboard. To so watch. we had that high of the wedding and then in 20 um in January 2020 uh, right after you know Christmas it was in well right after the new year it was announced that Meghan and Harry um would be stepping back as senior royals um or working royals um from um the royal family and um they would revisit their role in the family you know a year after they stepped back from um from their duties. Um, and there was a big hoopla um, you know when it happened because they actually spent um, Christmas in Canada and then they came back to the UK just to pack up and go <laughs> back to Canada again um, so they so they you know yep. settled in Canada and then eventually moved to California um, uh, after the announcement a few months after the announcement and really up to now there's been a lot of controversies um one being that they said they wanted to step away and kind of have private lives yet they were everywhere <laughs> So they had a a, a big uh-huh. Netflix deal worth like tens of millions of dollars. They had a Spotify deal. They bought a house. They were out and about. And it was just like, oh, I thought you guys wanted to be, you know, separate and not and to not be working royals, but you wanted to be working Californians. Um, <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. I don't see any issue yeah. with that. That's what they want. They don't want to work as royals. They want to uh, work yeah. in their own right. And me, I am waiting for that next week's <laughs> deal. And okay. I'm waiting for the Kardashians. Ha- me- me- Megan yeah, and so Harry keeping up with the Royals.
1: The <laughs> keeping up with the Windsors. keeping up with the Windsor. Yes. Um Yeah, that's, that's a great up, episode please, title, guys. I think. <laughs> keeping up with mm-hmm. the Windsors. Yeah. So <laughs> Let's um do it. on February fourteenth of this year, um, it was announced that Mary was acting Megan mary hegan and mary um uh, megan was actually I'm expecting her second child um after she had a miscarriage over the summer so a lot of things happened like i said in the year she did announce over the summer that she did have a miscarriage and she had what they call a rainbow baby which is a baby after a miscarriage um and what was great about it was that um she announced that she was pregnant um 37 years after um, diana announced that uh, she was pregnant with harry so it had some significance um, had a lot of significance it was the same day well, was it um, the same day? Years ago that uh, diane announced um before social media so how did the people even find out you know um <laughs> so basically they timed yep. the announcement yep. to be the same as diana <laughs> that's kind of lame <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> i, 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 I kind of felt that too. but like anyway aw- i felt like oh because they did you know have a rainbow baby which is a baby after a miscarriage but it was kind of like oh but it was also like, come on, like must she do everything yeah. like Diana? And the answer, the answer is yes, I'm because um, you. <laughs> a few, <laughs> yeah, because yes, of because what a few, was um, to come. So a few, a week after um, uh, she announced she was pregnant, a queen announced that they would not be returning as. Royals and that they would lose all their patronages, um, which is basically like royal um royal uh, support for charities, Harry would lose all his honorary military titles, so they basically lost everything right they you know um, and um yes, and then I, th- I think a week after that, it was announced that they would um be having a sit down interview with oprah, and um from the moment that interview was announced, I think I was like. I, I was, you know, laughing yes. at the mouth. I was I like, oh so my I was God. like, yes. Oh, gonna be sad. Oprah, Oprah. Oprah. And it was announced actually that they think 50 million people watched, which is like in Noah, the US. I, I do people, people watch the wedding? Uh, more people watched the, because in the US, yeah. No, I think watched the people wedding. Watch interview than the wedding in the US. <laughs> in the US. Is I, it I, don't, lie. I don't remember so many no. people talking about the wedding, but I remember a lot of people talking about the interview. Um, they do, so unfortunately. Like bad, news. bad news travels faster than good news. Um, so there was a lot of things that come, you know, have been happening in the past few weeks. Um, in addition to the interview, before the interview it was announced, that Meghan had been accused of bullying a um, aide, um, and Buckingham Palace was um, was uh, going to investigate. And Meghan called it a, um a smear campaign ahead of the interview because they were trying to do anything to discredit her. And then also Prince Philip. Um, eternally dead Prince Philip, who's looked like he was dead for the past ten years, has somehow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a- a- man, a- a that guy looks like someone said he has two feet. Two feet in the casket. <laughs> no, but he's a- very old. He's like he ni- literally is ninety-seven years old, and he no, he's 97. He's 97. Like he's yeah. no, 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 no. He's ninety-nine. He's, 99. he's gonna be hundred this year. <laughs> I think he's ninety-nine. They said. Because they said it turned to Anyway, so he th- he was in the hospital, and um they said that um you know they should pr- postpone the um the interview because he's in the hospital out of respect. They went along with the um interview anyway, and this um, episode is really going to be about what happened prior to the interview and our thoughts after the interview. So on our thoughts before um before the interview and really on exit, well, I can Waka will um, start us off and tell her her thoughts on on
0: Okay, so over to me then. Um, so this is what my thoughts on the initial uh, divorce. So when Megan and Harry left last year? Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Shady. Okay. Okay, I mean, we could also go back and listen to the episode from April
1: last yeah. year. So you guys should do that.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> how did I feel? I felt like excited for them, for Megan and Harry happy that they had found this inner courage and bravery to do like something so historic and yeah like challenging such a strong and old institution by saying they wanted to leave so I was excited for them happy for them that they were so brave and you know you must want this so much to go (laughs) through the wahala of leaving like you must want it to your core so I For me, I was happy because I was like, if they feel so strongly about it, then they're only going to be happy if they leave. So I was really happy for them. However, I was nervous, like a bit nervous that the British royal family would not like truly let them be separate and be happy, you know? So when they were saying, oh, they're going to review in a year, whether they come back as senior royals and all this stuff, I kind of felt like, ah, you cannot, you cannot say you're going to leave.
1: So royal. No, they, t- they said they're going to step <laughs> back like as t- senior t- royals. And that's one thing that it so okay, we're not talking about back. the interview now, but one of the things that Me- Megan said in the interview was that many people don't have senior roles. Like most with the only people that really have senior roles, are, you know, are um, Harry, you know, his spouse at that time, uh, William, his spouse, and really, um, and Charles, right? Yeah. So okay. Everyone else is a, second, is a secondary character. Yeah, yeah. Char- uh, fair, character. fair, fair. So yeah. they wanted to
0: step back yeah yeah okay fair enough when you get down to the details of using that wording step back as senior royals fair enough it is true other people are not senior royals however you do not see prince edward or princess anne or zara um and all these people moving across the world to another country and you know (laughs) <laughs> posting letters on instagram that they are stepping back so although the word may be one thing that we're stepping back and many other people step back but the way in which they did is public announcements you move yeah. country <laughs> you ran away like we can't hide the fact that it felt like yeah. they were leaving um but you know it was also good there was some wording which said hey we're gonna review in a year we're gonna you know we're not closing the door entirely neither side is closing the door on the other entirely." So that gave me some comfort, but I I was nervous. I was like, ah, this is a this is a huge break, you know. Like it's one thing to feel somehow and to be sad and to want to leave. But these kind of decisions, you obviously cannot make them likely, and I'm not saying they did, but whew, when you announced to the entire world and your royal wedding just got the most views out of any wedding, I believe it got more it was watched by more people than Kate and Williams you're now publicly announcing that you're leaving. I was like, it's going to be very hard to claw back. Not that they want to claw back, not that I felt they should claw back, but I was just a little bit nervous because I feel like, you know, when you are the underdog and you take on such a powerful institution, I just felt uneasy that, will they really get the happiness that they seek? But, you know, ultimately deep down, I was excited. I was like, yes, you know, go get them. Like, I love suits. I was just like, you know, you guys go live your best (laughs) lives. um yeah and I really I really as I said I'm waiting for Kardashians because I really do feel they can live their best lives in LA they can be free they can be like superstars they can be they don't need to be caged boring shadows of themselves like the rest of the royal family who cannot really be themselves you know you just have to toe the line so I was excited yeah yeah but a little bit sad (coughs) about worried about the fallout and also a little bit sad for harry that uh are you just you know causing a rift in your family for something that isn't worth it like Me, I, megan i just felt megan. like on harry's side mm-hmm. yes for meg not that megan isn't worth it but more like it's harry that is making yeah his, the his
1: loss. loss is greater it, yeah it is not yeah. megan
0: it is harry that is yeah. saying goodbye to his family so I, I felt a little bit uneasy and also all the ancestry and the history that goes before him, I just felt a bit uneasy about that, yeah what about you, how, how did you feel?
1: Anything? So, I felt um, I was shocked I was shocked I was I was shocked that they yeah. did it but I wasn't shocked that it was happening, I was shocked that they actually were brave enough to do it because I, you know Same. would see a lot of the hate and, you know, I'm a person who um, who, you know is very much of an introvert um, and who, you know, I don't really post a lot. I only have an Instagram. I don't even go on. um, I really opened it up just for the, um, just for the, for the podcast. I'm a very private person. Um, So um, Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine um, in, you know, having to be in her shoes and deal with that. I probably would have been as suicidal as she was just because to have, um, Mm. to have the, you know, a lot of people just constantly, say terrible things about you, constantly hate on you, constantly, um, you know, wish bad on you. Yes, there are a lot of people who, you know, did like them. Um, but I, you know, I was shocked that they were brave enough to do it. But I was not surprised because it was bad. It was bad media, it was racist. It was just sexist. It was it was everything. Um, so I, I yeah, I was happy yeah. um, for them um, for being brave enough to do it. <clears throat> That's one side of my. Yep. Yep.
0: Same,
1: same. And they it, were the bad. It was yeah. bad. I didn't mention
0: that, but I am yeah. in line with yeah. you. It was it was But bad.
1: yeah. I yeah. think ultimately that Megan wanted to and I say Megan because I do believe and he did and Harry did say that he would not have left if, if not for Megan, but he did acknowledge that it was toxic and he wanted to get his family out, right? Um and, and, and not that Megan, you know, mm-hmm. made him do it, but he like wanted to protect his family. I do believe that Megan, you know, being an outsider um, in almost every aspect of the of the word, right? Culturally outsider, you're American, they're British, you're, you know, you know biracial, they're not. Um, you are, of, they are of, you know, title and wealth and, you know, you are not, right? Being an outsider in every aspect, think that you can go into an institution known for racism, slavery, colonizing America, half of Asia, and Africa. Um, <laughs> no, and, and yes! and think that they would be anything other than racist. The monarchy itself is racist. It was built on racism. It was built on stealing from India and and, and Africa and America and all these things. Um, Yes, she could only be so prepared, right? Because there's, you know, no one can prepare you for marrying into such a family, but you cannot have think they were gonna open you with um, open arms. The media was going to be so happy and that you were gonna somehow modernize the institution.
0: But I feel, I I disagree here because like the way you have summarized that is, um, (laughs) it's impressive because I think when you have, (laughs) no, I'm like, yes, Shade, please write, write that out and print it down for me because, you know, when you have lived in England you divide the royal family with the queen who is this fluffy, lovely woman. She came to our school once. We wow. had pictures with her. And it was a great honor. And we were so grateful that day that she came. And I still really, I do admire and I look up to this woman. Yeah. So we, we, we separate the queen and the family from the history of mm-hmm. the United Kingdom. And the history of slavery, colonialization, um, like everything, imperialism we split them up but you actually you're spot on it's yeah it's it all is the same. With,
1: with, without execution. it there would be it no monarchy all, without like, slavery without yeah. you know colonization without um yeah what you know but they were they the were... ones
0: making the decision so it's also without there would be no monarchy but they were also the ones in charge mm. yes as well as the political group but the king and queens of history they made the decisions too so you are you are so spot on, and it's
1: good to hear it from your point of view because I I think people who have lived in England are because, often and and, and how to could that, you not you be know, right because people back, are they're on your money they're on your TV you know once or twice a year they are part yes. of society so and they're and they're outwardly nice lovable you know <laughs> it's like yeah 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 like yeah. as human beings as yeah. individuals but they, they seem like they're nice people
0: so you are not gonna
1: like align them with that history Um, yeah 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 so i thought that and then also i Mm -hmm. wanted to just touch on one of your points um i don't believe like (laughs) harry is walking away from his family and his legacy but the fact that queen elizabeth is on the throne is by chance because if her uncle hadn't hadn't abdicated the throne she wouldn't be queen so i think so you know as Mm -hmm. a follower of you know uh british history from kings and queens (laughs) it's all by chance um you know, yep. Harry, the Windsors yep, yep. weren't in charge 150 years ago, what have you. It was really just all by chance that they'd become. Obviously, they would, all, they would have all been, even if, you know, Queen Elizabeth wasn't Queen Elizabeth and it was someone else, um, they would have all still had that royal connection. Mm-hmm. But it's all by chance, right? It's, it's all literally mm-hmm. by chance. Um, mm-hmm. So, he, he's still a part of, you know, royal history and uh, with or without being mm-hmm. part of, you know, being a senior uh, royal um, family member um yeah but shadi
0: what you miss is that his children will not have the privileges so i agree with you it's, it's all by chance and stuff but he he is the one choosing like the uncle of the queen to step away and by doing so he is forfeiting all the post potential inheritances but harry, has been, this, but harry has always been i hate to say this but harry has
1: always been the spare king right he would never he would never have had those things, mm. right? If it was looking yeah, would yeah, be like, "Oh my God, you're really forfeiting these things." But Harry was always the spare child, um, so
0: no, it is true. Yeah, but that now is, he's not gonna yeah, have yeah, even less it, than what absolutely. he would have done. Those, um, those
1: are my feelings. Again, yeah. I was happy that they were able to step away because of all the the vitriol that was coming that was coming, you know, towards them. But you do not enter an institution, and again, I hate to say it because um, you know, love obviously should win, but. It, but if yeah. I were, you know, dating a man who had such a complicated family history, even if I loved him, I probably would have thought twice. I probably would think twice about marrying him because yeah. love, you know, should conquer all, but there's much more to life than just love. Um And
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree
0: with you. I agree with you, but I don't agree that that would have been the thought process oh, no. going through megan's head so i i sympathize with her i hear her however megan was like a b i wouldn't even say b- <laughs> huh? before this so she's <laughs> level. i love suits so i'm not knocking her i respect what she did but the levels at which she oh, changed yeah. were not normal <laughs> levels so she's not just thinking love conquers all she's thinking Ooh, like this is life-changing not for me but for generations after me so she's not just basing that marriage decision based on love as you described it that you and i would she's basing it based on aha this is what i could potentially have for me and generations after me so this suits could have you provided know for her. So, it's a, so it's a very different question
1: I said much more oh. than suits or Hollywood could could have ever provided for her because I wouldn't even oh, say yeah. she's a list actress. I would say probably solid, solid C minus. Like <laughs> you and you and my sister are the only people <laughs> that I know that watch suits. Like only people. I have not watched. What? Who but are it, your it, But suits I wasn't even suits. on like a major network. It was on USA Network, which is like Channel Forty. 40- 40-something. Wow. NBC, it, wasn't NBC, it wasn't CBS. Wow. I mean, it, 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 like, it was not, it wasn't on a streaming service. It was USA Network. And there's some, been some great TV shows out of USA Network. But Will Smith, Jennifer Aniston, all those big stars, that you won't find them on USA Network, you know? So it's... Oh, my no, gosh. So it, yeah. I didn't know
0: that because Suits was a big thing in, yeah. like, the UK, in Denmark. Everyone had watched Suits. Um, no. So I didn't no, know that no, no. in
1: America. It's not Suits a big not thing at, a at big all. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! Interesting. Yeah. So okay. those are our thoughts. Hmm. Um, you know, right all after right. Meg said, and now we will share our thoughts after watching the interview. Um, to see yeah. where we stand after they've kind of spilled all the tea. Um, <laughs> um so I can you mm-hmm. start first. <laughs> okay, so you just invited me
0: when she study was the inter- interview before me. It I don't end, know why. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because it ends yeah. in America live. And I watched it the day after on DSTV. I, I just remember all your messages coming through. <laughs> she's spilling all the tea. Megan is spilling the was. tea. Like you're but so many was she's she's the she was. But wasn't she though, didn't she? I thought it was
1: going to be like, I thought, You know when, when you have those things, all of like the most exciting things come out in the previews. So I was like, oh, they've already said these things. What else yeah. could they say? And I'm like, ah. They, so much. says I so much. Imagined, so. <laughs> I know. So
0: I, I mean, that was a very entertaining night. That may have been the most entertainment I have had in a same, long time. No, same, same. <laughs> no, know, same. It it to I did sad too. But same, it was entertaining. Same. <laughs> I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it. Every single thing they said was bombshell, bombshell, <laughs> bombshell. So it was flipping entertaining, but I was sad. I was like, hey, hey, Lord, did this, first of all, did this happen to you? I feel sorry for you. And second of all, you cannot take yeah. back these words. Yeah. The whole yeah. world is listening to you. When you now go back You're and reconcile with daddy and your brother, everybody has already yeah. heard these things. Like, have your fight. Have it inside your home. But do not air your dirty laundry on
1: Oprah. But do you Oprah think, do you think they did sake. that because the royal family controlled the narrative about them and made them look bad and they had they didn't have mm. an opportunity to get their story out? Mm. So do you think it was their only... Yeah.
0: I think that's, I think that's exactly why they did it. And I think it shows that, like you said, they were so, she was suicidal because she had been reading bad things about her every day. <laughs> Therefore, for the two of them, what people say about them matters a lot. So I think that is precisely why they did it because they felt like they couldn't control the narrative before. And now this was their chance to control the narrative and to absorb themselves from anything bad that was said about them. But it also makes me question them, like, I don't know if I was in their shoes. I might do exactly the same thing. But I also feel like (laughs) I'd be bigger people now. Be bigger than that because y'all got so much. Like, why do you care so much what was said about you? Like, just go and live your amazing lives because you guys have amazing lives and you can have even better lives, you know, because you've signed all these deals. There's so much good that is in your future. So why keep going back to fights? You know, so I felt like it came from a place of bitterness, but also a lot of hurt. I, I, It was just so clear they were very, very pained, very hurt. Um, but I, you know, there were, there were moments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I sit in the middle. I sympathize with them a lot. I felt the pain. I could see it in their, like, facial expressions. But I also felt like uh-uh, yeah. in the middle of a pandemic, people are losing loved ones. And you guys want us to feel bad for you because they said you made your sister in law cry, but she's the one that made you cry.
1: Like, really, you know? Um, so
0: yeah, I kind of So the the timing
1: was definitely odd because I'm just like, you could have done this last year, right? Because (laughs) but um, but you know, uh, you know, they they were the bigger people for three years. Um, they they let the narrative play out. They could have, I'm sure, you know made a deal with Daily Mail saying that, please, we'll give you all the tea. Forget what Megan and Harry give you. We'll give you 10 times if you just write this, mm-hmm. if you say this, right? They could have found an outlet to do those things. But I think that they maybe thought that the, the family would change or something would happen. They were the bigger people for three years. And I think what happens now is that all they have to do is do that interview and move on. They don't have to say a, a single more thing about the royal family because it's out there mm. and anytime you see and for me now anytime i see a story on daily mail on guardian on any um news channel uk news channel i will always think that this is somehow you know uh, manipulated because i i i now know i now yeah, know good point. So all they had to do was say that Exactly. That the press get invited exactly. once a year. Exactly. exactly. Buckingham exactly. Palace for a party. Exactly. Like, what? Exactly. So that I was think, crazy. You know, they were the bigger people. They've now said their story. They don't have to say, they don't have to even say William, Charles, anyone's name for the next 20 years and they'll be fine. So I'm actually glad they did have it because it was kind of like a Diana moment. She did her, she did her thing um, and she lived her life. You know, unfortunately it was a short life, but she didn't go back and say, Charles did this. Look at this message. Look at this phone call. He did this. Did that one interview, walked away and, and lived her life. And I hope they follow. Yeah. And I hope they follow the Very same path. Very good point. So I think
0: they're about to drop the Kardashian show <laughs> Keeping up with the winners. Because if they had dropped the Kardashian show before doing this, the Daily Mail, yeah. all the press would have gone crazy. The royal family would have tried to shut them up. But now they can do what they want to do because they've like, said on our own terms this is what happened now we're going to do whatever we want to do with our lives and nobody can say
1: anything so there's two things there's two things I want to talk about really my takeaway from the interview um and and one being that Mm -hmm. um the separation between the family and the firm um one of the things my biggest Mm. takeaway from that really is that the queen does not control the royal family it seems as though she has mm. advisors or possibly other senior mem- members. And if I had to guess, I would say Charles or Harry, because Charles or um, William, because they are you know, next in line. William. But it seems like you would think that the Queen would have the control over the family, but it seems like almost she's a bystander and she's almost told what to do because it looks yeah. good in, in the public. Um, and then another part I wanted to talk about um, quickly mm. was that how scared they were of the media because the, the reason the royal family mm. is still one of the oldest dynasties in Europe, in the world, is because, of, is because of the media and because of the public. If the public were to riot mm. or were to say no more, they would be out of their jobs, right? <laughs> they would mm. be jobless. So I think yeah. you know, the fact that yeah. they fear the media so much that they are willing to sacrifice members of their family, literally, right? Or, um, or to really have miserable lives just to hold this dynasty up was very telling. In re- in regards to Megan, yeah. So nothing she said was surprising. I do believe she lied about not googling him because, come on, sis, it's twenty twenty one. Like, <laughs> I would Google, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, oh, I, I, I would Google my, so my trash brain if I knew his name, right? Like, it's twenty, you know, it's twenty twenty one. Like, if you're interested in anyone, like you, you Instagram stalk them, you check them out, Twitter, yes, so, you know. So come on, come on, yes. You need more people, as they say.
0: But uh-huh. one of the things that I
1: found very telling is that Megan kept referring to herself as a woman of color or a mixed race woman yeah and not a black woman and I would say um it could be the coloring of the language in the UK because I know in the UK it's very common to say mixed race or or woman of color but Megan yeah. grew up in California and we, she would either refer to herself as biracial or black and to and to me Interesting. What she's doing is intentionally distancing herself away from Blackness and trying to put herself in an other box, right? Um, I read an article mm. uh, earlier this week, and it basically said that Megan's whiteness, Megan's closest to whiteness could not save her. Uh, Me- Megan is the most acceptable mm-hmm. form of Blackness to in, in an institution like the monarchy, right? You, I couldn't come. She doesn't <laughs> look. I don't even see and that's any why blackness. She's straight in that hair of because... right? <laughs> Yeah. So, so I think that she thought because in in race is very different. You know, we have the same type of racism in the US and the UK, but how it's played about is very different. Megan could pass for a pseudo white woman in California and live her life as a white woman, which she has, which she has oh, done yeah. for the rest of, for most of her life. I think when she got to the UK, she yeah. was reminded that, no, you're actually a black woman. We don't care. You know, they really, they, they really hold to that mm-hmm. one drop role. Whereas in California, she didn't have the burden of being a black woman and and she thought because mm-hmm. she was so close to white um, and she could live herself, her life as a white woman, that yep. she wouldn't have that burden of being black in, in the UK. And I think the UK press and, and people told her. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons that um, maybe her experience in the UK wasn't what she thought it was going to be because she was put in that black box um, and she wasn't used to being in that black box. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Shadi, I love this. I love this <laughs> theory. I think you're onto something. And we've, we spoke about this before in the last episode why were there no Black family members apart from her mother mm-hmm. at the wedding? Like, why is she trying to distance herself so much so that, come on, where but are There were Oyo no family members her mom. Yeah, there they were even not from even her her father from father her father's yeah. side. Fair enough, fair enough. But, I mean, even her friends, like, apart from Serena Williams Marshall, and Oprah, yeah, yeah, who and are yeah. her Black friends. Oprah El- really isn't her friends. Um, no. And not that you must... <laughs> I know it was I was like this is embarrassing the way Oprah said thank you for my invite," and they were like you're welcome it was so obvious that they were friends I was like this is so embarrassing why are you admitting this yeah you know what I mean like they should just have pretended they were friends that's why they invited Oprah but no they just invited her why if they weren't friends why that. did they invite her you know yeah no that was a mess that was embarrassing for me Um, but no I like I, li- I like how you've explained that yeah maybe she felt she could just assimilate as white even in england but then i mean i don't know at the end of the day her mother has been with by her side all along So i don't think she's pretending she's not half black um because she's you very can still proud be proud of, part her of mother, your mom and very still, I mean,
1: you can still be proud of she could she could still be proud of her mom mm. and still not identify as a black woman like her mom does yeah yeah i mean, I mean she loves her mom you know I I have no doubt that she doesn't love her mom. I I believe that her and her mom have a great relationship, but she doesn't have her mom. The way that her and her mom navigate life are differently solely based on their skin color. Yeah. True. Very true.
0: So I had one Mm -hmm. other thing I wanted to add, which is, you know, a lot of people comparing them to William and Kate. And like, I just wanted to add that, you know, I like William and Kate, as king and queen because they are very very <laughs> boring and very vanilla. And I think that is exactly the king and queen that people need. We don't need rebels. We don't need, you know, anyone who's going to rock the boat because you just need to be boring. Safe and safe. And, and safe. <laughs> yeah, Safe. Very safe. So I like them for that role. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, but Kate's fit in. How come Kate did not have any problems? But I think that's really unfair because I think Kate is, like, the single most boring person (laughs) for us. Like, to ever have graced our TV screens and magazines. And I think she is so dull. Like, her fashion is safe. Everything about her is safe. She only started looking good when she (laughs) got that new stylist because she was worried that Megan was getting all the nice...
1: Megan had a bigger budget than she did. so
0: she started looking better. You know? But, like, she's so boring. Like,
1: so, so, so boring. Do you think that's purposely?
0: But the... yes so that was that was where i was going i think in private she's probably a hell of a lot of fun and she's cool but in public she is boring because she knows the role she's gonna take on in the future as queen so she does not want to kate came in with the mission i'm going to be (laughs) queen one day and i am going to behave and kate is british kate knows the rules and kate's idea of fun is the type (laughs) of fun that the royal family love like Kate went to boarding school. She's used to, like, she's sporty, playing outdoors, going riding, going skiing, um, going, like, on long walks, hiking in the countryside. Like, all the things that the royal family think is so much fun, games, playing, like, board games, that is probably Kate's idea of fun. So she's not going to have so many issues being stuck during quarantine at home for four months because she'll be playing games and riding horses. Whereas Megan is, you know, a Hollywood celebrity she wants to be out at the coolest restaurants and clubs and eating the latest like yummy um healthy foods and all this stuff where you get uh, your cool cafes in la that you're not gonna find in the countryside in england right so i feel like you know it is unfair when people say oh but kate had no issue kate had no issue because kate was bred to be happy like the royal family's idea of fun is the highest idea of fun that a (laughs) british person could really attain to a very very british person that is used to british customs and that kind of stuff they, that's 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 the idea of fun right whereas for megan that's not her idea of fun so she would now be like ah after all this time okay fine i'm now a princess but i thought on saturdays we'll be going to balls and wearing diamonds and what, why are we in the countryside Again. in and covered in mud and walking she'll be like why why yeah so you know, like, yeah, I think she also, she just didn't know what she was getting into. She didn't understand the family, the history, the um the British And, and culture. I, I, agree with,
1: I agree with you. I yeah. think uh, Kate is boring as, you know, white bread. But I do believe, I like her. I, I like the fact that she <laughs> knew the responsibilities of the role before she got in there. Yes. And she... And she does not Dang. dispute them, right? She's not trying to have her cake and eat it too. She knows that she has to play this role and be on 24-7 in public and can and this is her life. This is her story for the rest of time. And I Me do like too. that. Whereas Megan thought that she could be a princess and still go to Starbucks on Monday mornings to get a, a cappuccino. And still, so and so Yes, girl. And still exactly be making
0: feminist Ex- speeches. And I mean, I love the feminist speeches. I'm not knocking her, but
1: do that in California you cannot have it all that stay in California you have to be as muted and unfortunately I hate to use this word but as small as possible as a member of this family especially as a mixed race woman a woman of color black woman whatever she chooses to call herself um on top of that so you have to follow that lead and be as small and as invisible as possible to succeed in this family and I like the fact like you said Kate is boring. She knew with the responsibilities, and she was suited for them, and she is thriving. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure she probably yeah. is miserable behind closed doors. If she's not, you know, kudos to her. But I'm sure that she knows.
0: I don't think she is. I think she has a mom. Well, they like, said that. They friends friends said that.
1: Well, you know,
0: they said that he, he basically like you know. Oh, well, he said. Why? Well, I, I said why? Well, I, I, I mm. said she's
1: miserable because remember they called her like she was basically waiting for him to propose. <laughs> to her and i also heard that um that, like he was like i'm not sure if this is true but i heard that like he was cheating on her with one of her friends or something like that um but even even if he was she was not going to sit down with oprah or you know good day good morning britain and and say this right so you don't know what goes on behind her yeah. she could be have a miserable life or she yeah. could have the best life and you would never know and i respect that exactly and i
0: have i don't know whether it's true he was cheating i don't know that seems very mm-hmm false to me but who knows we don't
1: know any of these yeah. people or we don't yeah. know what
0: we see on social media but um i i don't know yeah, he seems like a sensible person. You think? I think he. I think he seems miserable.
1: He's, yeah. first of all, he's balding, and he's like thirty-eight years old. <laughs> he like looks miserable. That I've never he's seen miserable him smile. Stress, and he has, see, like, exactly. he has a lot How? of work to do. Exactly, he has a lot of work to do. All you know, all work, no fun. He, I I hardly ever see him smile. He just he just honestly, what <laughs> I get from him is that he's miserable. And you know who whoever, honestly, Yay. when I look at him, I see a miserable person. I just feel like he you know, but I feel like his okay. his prize is being king. So maybe, you know,
0: I don't see any looks... of that. I see a normal, dude. honestly, I see he's a very British person. He, they don't go around laughing and smiling. Right. It's also maybe. a culture thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? He may be happy. It, yeah. He's not going to grin. He doesn't have <laughs> nice teeth. So why would he show it? I
1: thing? would love to be a fly <laughs> on the wall so, in their house because I, I can only imagine how this becomes for them
0: i know but oh my gosh should we end on the Queen's yes or the response yes. on the royal family and then we end so <sighs> so i it was even worse <laughs> than i expected it was even shorter and
1: briefer and colder
0: than i expected um what did you i think? thought
1: they were gaslighting them in that they said that while recollections, yeah. recollections may vary aka we don't believe this yes. we don't believe you this didn't happen um Yep. They had to say it that way because, one, they couldn't admit to them being racist, but they also couldn't deny that they were, right? Because that would, you know, call her a liar. Yeah. So I thought it was very gaslighting. Um, I yeah. didn't expect it to be a long statement. I was, It was weird that they said so they were shocked. So you guys didn't live in the same house or live in the same area. Like, how are you shocked? <laughs> like, did mm-hmm. they not come to you and tell you, you know, how they were feeling? So. <laughs> uh, uh, what else and, are they going to say, well, Shadi? Well, did they admit
0: from their own perspective, because yeah. I live with my mom, right? So she is on the complete and utter opposite spectrum. She thinks that uh, Meghan and Harry are spoiled. She's firmly on the side of the royal family. She's like, come on. These are like old school, traditional people. They like, you know, stiff up a lip, get on with their life. So why, why why, should they have paid attention to any of this? That's her own perspective. I'm not saying it's mine. You
1: know, I, I do agree with her to certain points. When, with You know, with what I said earlier about marrying into her family, of this type and being surprised at anything other than Mm. Um, but yeah I mean there was really nothing they could have said Mm. that would not cause controversy Um, at the end of the day it's out in the open their moves will be you know followed you know with um, a fine-tooth comb I found it very funny that um, that uh, Charles was at um, Jesus House UK like two days later did you see that Jesus House uh, UK, house? so it's a, um, it's an offshoot of Redeemed Church. It's a Nigerian church. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know
0: Jesus House. I've so seen many I in th- th- days. Yeah. um, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, uh-huh. I found it very funny that he was there. Um, you know, two days after, you know, someone called it. you yeah. know, Someone in his family suspected of being racist. It's very funny. It is you. what it is. There's definitely could have said um to um to make it the situation better. So no matter what they said, it would have been bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very true.
1: So we may be
0: sometime in the future doing uh Meghan Harry 3 <laughs> but for that, when they launch Meghan and Harry, Kardashian. keeping up with the winners. <laughs> but for now, I think yes, I think we have shared our views, um and I cannot wait
1: for them to give us more. I can't tea. either. I'm excited to see what they have planned. um They have their their podcast. They have their Netflix TV show maybe they'll have a reality show who knows but um, I'm more excited now for their future than I was a few weeks ago so I'm sure you know in that regard they're probably happy that all eyes are on them again
0: (laughs) yeah I'm really hopeful I just want them to get out there kick ass do great stuff and next time we see them, I want them to be laughing and entertaining us because I am not here to be watching miserable. Rich with
1: People. their beautiful baby <laughs> daughter,
0: you're in yes. that position. Exactly. Make me laugh. Give me something to aspire to. Don't make exactly. me miserable. So I look forward to them coming back happy. I do too, with it
1: with their new baby daughter. We're gonna have a daughter, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Oh, so. so cute. Cute. I hope she's <laughs> black as black I hope she, black as black. I hope she's. I hope she comes out looking like um, looking like uh, her mom. <laughs> yes the mother Come that me too. god help us <laughs> yes but um yeah we hope Alrighty. you enjoyed this episode um again it's a controversial topic and everyone loves to have an opinion even though they claim they don't um so if you do if you do have anything yep. that you do want to share with us please do on our instagram um, uh, page at other side of the atlantic or at other side of the atlantic at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts and maybe we'll include it in the next episode
0: Yes. Until Thank you. N-
1: Until uh, next um, time.
0: Next time.